Welcome to Rewired Inspired. I am your host, Elena Petrescu, former accountant, now hypnotist, and body language business trainer. My purpose is to help you rewire your mind to see infinite possibilities and inspire you to create them in your life and business. I share tips, tools, and strategies that help you suspend disbelief so you can quickly overcome challenges, eliminate doubt, remove self-imposed limitations, and create the life and business of your dreams. I believe that good things happen to those who are inspired. Inspired minds are focused and they take action. Through inspired action, people evolve. They gain confidence, change unwanted behavior and habits, develop self-awareness, and realize their full potential, a life with more money, achievement, and impact. You'll hear from leaders that share their story of transformation and how they transition from difficult situations towards genuine empowerment in their life and business. You will learn how you can model their lesson and rewire inspire your mind to quickly reach your full potential, making your life and financial goals a reality. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and happy new year. Oh, my goodness, it's 2022 already. Where's the time gone? Well, I hope you had a nice and relaxing Christmas with your loved one, because I know this year, 2021, just like 2020, has been full of challenges. It continued to be a year of fear and isolation for so many people around the world. But now it's time to put 2021 behind us and be grateful that we have survived the storm and build resilience as we get ready for the new year. Because we really need to make 2022 our most successful year. I love New Year because now is the perfect time to review the previous year, to let go of everything that did not work as planned, and to embrace new possibilities. And you know, when I say about embrace new possibilities, I'm not talking about new resolutions because they tend to last for a few weeks. And before you know it, you find that you're unconsciously slipping back into old habits. I'm talking about something that you really want to achieve, that you've been putting off because something got in the way or you felt that you were not good enough or smart enough. Or maybe you want to learn a new skill, a skill that is so unique that very few people out there have this skill. I'm talking about a skill that will help you grow and scale your business. You know, as a business owner or coach and consultant, you need sales to grow your business. That's the whole idea of being in business. We want to make sales. Now, let me ask you, do you let sales slip by because you don't feel confident to convert and you worry because you're sounding too salesly? You know, most businesses, they fail to build clientele and grow because simply because they think they can do it all on their own. They are good at what they do, but never learn how to convert clients. And they focus on the wrong thing for sustainable growth. In today's episode, I'll show you why this is all backwards and how to grow your business authentically. You know, successfully growing and scaling a business takes the right strategies and tactics to communicate and connect with your prospects 
authentically so that you can convert them into clients. How do I know this? Well, I know this because I've been there. I've done it myself. And I know that what I teach works. And I can tell you that the most successful business owner or coach or or leader out there, they also have a few secrets. For example, you know, they know that body language techniques are pivotal to connecting authentically with prospects and sustainably growing your business. They also know that client acquisition is a science, not a guessing game, and that it revolutionizes the way you communicate. Because the way you communicate is the key to attracting your ideal client and converting that client to become, to be consistent. Because you want that client to convert so that they can generate business for you. Because the whole idea is for you to increase your sales. Now, do you also know that 80% of communication is nonverbal? Yet this is often overlooked. But I can tell you that those with... uh, Exceptional interpersonal skill recognize that what people are saying without words because they can read those body language, subtle movements. They can read those facial emotions. You know, 55% of our communication is nonverbal. 38% of communication comes from voice intonation. And only 7% of our communication comes from the words that we say. So, People will respond to your gesture and your body language because, you know, we communicate using our arms, our legs, the way we position our body, the way we move, the way we position our feet. And then is the tone of your voice. And then lastly is the words. Now, I want you just for a moment, imagine how different you would feel if you could tell whether someone was lying or telling the truth. Because if you're a business owner, a coach or a leader, it's important to know what your client is feeling at a particular time. Because if you can tell what he's feeling and thinking, then you'll be able to connect with them emotionally. You'll be able to know exactly what they're looking for. Now, I can tell you that hypnosis taught me that the brain controls all behavior and that we are all about feeling and emotions. When we feel something, we project that emotion. It can be just a simple thing as scratching our noses or smiling. There's nothing that we do that is not governed or directed by the brain. So we use this behavior to interpret what the brain is choosing to communicate because, you know, our brain is designed to always protect us. We have a, a limbic system or the limbic brain And that is the brain that uh, reacts to the world in real time and does it without even thinking. It's also the brain that will reveal true feelings. So when you feel something, that feeling that you're feeling will project on your body language or will project on your facial emotions. So then, you know, your body will always want to tell the truth about what you're feeling because It cannot hide it because, you know, it's an unconscious process. It comes from the limbic system. So, you know, emotions show us how other people are feeling. And this information is necessary in communication. And emotions are a necessary part of being a human. Without emotions, think about it. If if we wouldn't have emotions, we would just be like a machine. Like, you know, that movie Terminator where 
Arnold Schwarzenegger was programmed to protect Sarah. And that's all he knew about. There was no emotions. He knew that that was his task. That would be a sad thing if, if that happened to the human race. But here's, I'm going to tell you a story, and this is a true story. And uh, you'll see how this individual was impacted uh, simply from a, from a railroad um, explosion. So there was this railroad worker, and he, his name was Pinias Gage, and he survived an explosion. So he used to work in the mines, and during the explosion, an inch-thick metal rod went through his eye and his skull and came out to the other side of the, the head. Now, after that happened, he stood up, he spoke, and everything seemed to be okay, other than the fact that he was wounded and you know, they had to make arrangements to take him to the hospital so he can get the right medical attention. So he went to the hospital, and after a few weeks, when he recovered, he became a completely different person. Now, prior to his accident, prior to the explosion, he was a very gentle, diligent man, good mannered worker, cooperative and very respectful. After the explosion and after the accident, he became arrogant, ill-mannered, and he completely lost his social skills and he became antisocial. So what happens in the 1990s, the scientists used this um, computer modeling technique to look at the data from, from uh, Gage's skull. And on the basis of this information, they found that the accident damaged both hemispheres of his frontal lobe. Now, the frontal lobe is the part of the brain that influences social behavior. So post-explosion, he changed from being caring and, and efficient and capable to being arrogant and stubborn and antisocial. So the damage to, be to, to his brain removed part of the brain that controlled his social and emotional responses. And if you think about this story, and, you know, you can imagine how, you know, awful this would be if we didn't have those emotions so that we can have that kindness and, and you know, behave normally in the society and be kind and courteous and, and well-mannered. So now that we've, I've talked so much about emotions, I'm going to cover facial emotions because I feel facial emotions are very important when you interact with your clients, because uh, they can tell you what that person is really communicating. So what are facial emotions? The facial emotions are also called micro-expressions because they are half a second or shorter in voluntary movements of the facial muscles. And, you know, these this, uh, micro-expressions, they happen unconsciously. Like I said before, it comes from the limbic system. We're not even aware. We just feel a feeling and it gets projected on our face. And because it's an unconscious process, very few people can control them. That means it's very hard to fake those facial emotions. Now, having said that, they're not proof of lying, but they're signals of emotions. But they are reliable to detect lies. Now, I won't be able to cover this in this podcast, but I will talk about this in my future podcast. 
Now, Charles Darwin first wrote about microexpression in, in 1872, and he claimed that facial expressions are the same in humans as they are in animals. And then later on, um, Paul Ekmont did the research and took Darwin's study to the next level. And he provided that facial expressions or emotions are not determined culturally. They are biological and universal across all human culture. So what does that mean? Everybody in the world shows them the exact same way. And, you know, as I mentioned before, it's not very easy to, to fake them. So now there are several universal emotions and 26 variations of uh, those emotions. So the seven universal emotions are happiness, disgust, contempt, anger, fear, sadness, and surprise. Now, it will take me far too long to go over all the micro-expressions and all the variations during this episode. However, I will have a free training on body language in February, and everyone that is interested to know more can sign up for the free training. And I'll cover more about the training in my future episodes. But for today, I will talk about one emotion, which I think is important, and it's the emotion of happiness. So this emotion can be seen on someone's face when both sides of the lip corners go up in a symmetrical manner and the eyebrows lower a little bit. So the microexpression of happiness is really a signal of approval because when we smile, that means we are approving. We, are, we like what we're hearing. We like what the other person is saying. Also, you know, I mentioned this before, instinctively we, we can distinguish uh, between positive and negative microexpression on the subconscious level. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of part of that intuition that we have within ourselves. And also we, we tend to evaluate people based on their microexpression. I mean, I'm sure that if you look at someone's facial emotions, even though you you don't really know how to determine all the emotions. We can easily tell if someone is sad. We can easily tell if someone is angry. We can easily tell if someone is upset. I want you to pay attention to people and, and see if you can figure out what they're actually trying to communicate when you look at their facial emotions. This is particularly useful in daily life, for example, if you Let's say you have a meeting with a potential client and this meeting can be in person or on Zoom. And the client says, well, I'm happy to meet you. And then you see this smile. You see both corners of the lips going up symmetrically and you see the, the eyebrows lowering a little bit. The moment you see that expression as they're saying, I'm very happy to meet you, you can rest assured that that person is sincere and is telling you the truth. So now I'm going to cover a few tips about body language. So um, we talked about the happiness, the smile expression. So by smiling, what we're really saying to the person, I mean, assuming the, the smile is authentic, I mean, there are about 50, over 55 types of smile, and the most authentic smile is called the Duchenne smile. And that smile is, again, both corners of the mouth go up 
the eyebrows lower, but also you get the muscles around the eyes. You you can see the lines, the kind of, you know, the eyes, the eyebrows lower and you can see the lines on the um, the lines on the eyes. And that tells you that that is a, a very authentic smile. So that's called the Tushana smile. So smiling means you're in agreement. And then there is posture. It's important that, you know, when we speak to someone, let's say if we are face to face, you have to direct your body towards them. If you are on Zoom, it's best for you to lean slightly forward. And that means that you're interested in what they're saying. It's very important to have eye contact. Eye contact means you're confident. So you're looking for a person in the eye. And then you mirror their action. By doing that, you're accepting and agreeing to what they're saying. If you happen to meet face-to-face, always direct your feet towards the person you're talking to because that tells them that, you know, you're, you're attentive, you're listening to them. It's not good for you to cross your arms. That means that you're, you're disagreeing with whatever they're saying. Of course, there are certain circumstances that it depends also on the context. But overall, you know, sometimes as you're talking with someone and the person is saying something and all of a sudden you you just go and cross your arm, if you're not somewhere where it's cold or you have a reason to cross your arm, that person may think that you are disagreeing to what they're saying. And again, no pointing at anybody because that means you're, you know, that shows some aggression and no closing your eyes. When you close your eyes too much, it means you're disagreeing and you're really not paying attention to them. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I will leave you with this question. I want you to think about a person who is smuggling diamonds. And that person will go through customs. So as they go through customs, will they smile more or less as they go through customs? I want you to send me your answer to my email directly, elena at elenapetrescu.com. I will spell that for you. Elena, E-L-E-N-A at E-L-E-N-A-P-E-T-R-E-S-C-U dot com. And you can email me the correct answer, what you feel the answer is. The question again is, as they go through customs and they're smuggling diamonds, will they smile more or less? And if you get the answer correct, you will get a 15-minute call with me where you can ask me any questions about body language. And I will cover the answer in the next week's episode. Until then, take care. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Rewired Inspired Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your colleagues, friends, and family. Do you have a question, comment, or topic idea for a future episode? Please reach me directly at elenapetrescu.com. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Stay inspired as there is unlimited potential in your life and business. Thank you for listening.